Good morning. It is 10.02 a.m. and we just finished the first master class of SonicCon Day 2. I'm here with John Fornoff. Thank you so much for that directing class. That was really, really great. That was a lot of fun. First time I taught it, so thank, thank yeah. you. It's just like, yeah, I hope I, it worked. <laughs> I had a question about line directing yes. uh, because I am working on an audio drama and mm -hmm. one thing I did was I did do a little bit of line directing for some yeah. of my actors, but I made sure to preface that with, hey, uh, I know I don't, I don't usually do this, but yeah. I had a very specific idea for this line. Uh -huh. is, are there appropriate ways to do that even with adult actors? Or would you say avoid it all the time? Avoid it all the time. Do it as a very, very last resort. In fact, sometimes I've had a time like I was trying to give them so many notes, and that just can you just read it to me like you would have it, and let okay. them let them give you permission. Oh, okay. You've got to figure out adjectives mm -hmm. that will help them get there. Right. And I know it's, it's like why don't I just tell them what? Because it's insulting to the director, to right, the right, actor. Right, yeah. So figure out some kind of adjectives like um, and it gotta give you ideas. It's like mm -hmm. okay, I uh, you're, you're trying to. Uh, I need more beef in your voice. I need, uh, I need, uh, I need a sense of courage. Or put, make sure they're seeing the scene. Okay, in this scene, I, I want to hear more of that, uh, the timidity. Like you don't know what's around the corner. Mm -hmm. Give me a sense of that in your voice. Yeah, so that helps the actor get right. there. Describe it. Do anything but line directing. Exactly, because okay. you'll get a better performance that way. Okay, got it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate it. You're welcome, man. Okay. <laughs> It is almost 8 o'clock on day two of SonicCon. I have got one clip today. That's it. So I'm here with Ali Barrett, John Tell III, and Dominic Trice about to listen to the Animaniacs in Concert concert. Hello. Hi, Dominic. Hello. And John. Hello. And Ali. I was forced to be here. You were, Yeah, you don't even want to be here, do you? Like, no, you're, you're the OG podcaster. Oh, and it's about to start. So I guess we have nothing to say. Uh, Masterclasses went well today and stuff? Great. Great. All right, here's the concert. Hey there, it is 3.52 on, what, October 24th? Oh, it's yeah. Sunday, I am dog-tired, and that's why we didn't get many recordings last night, but I'm here with John Tell III. Hello. And Ali Barrett. Hiya. And we just had the New Works Festival, which was today and before today. What did we have earlier today, before the New Works Festival? A lot of master classes. Um, two master classes. Two master classes. What which was I was here for. Yeah, you were asleep. Um, let's see, there was also a worship service, I believe. Yeah, and, and then, yeah which you weren't here for. I was not here. I was taking a nap. Yeah, you've got. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> we were both tired. Uh, John, were you here for? You were here for both all of that, right? Uh, yeah, I was here for the. Uh, started out with Phil Lawler this morning. Talked about uh, stories and their cultural impact, and then. Yeah, yeah. I was planning on going to the Katie Lee, Kimmy Robertson one, which is what I would have gone to if I were here. But anyway, yeah. After that, there was the Any Maniacs um, masterclass, right? It was a keynote speaker, I believe. Yeah. Right. Well, it was a keynote. Was it a keynote? I think it was a keynote, actually. Maybe. Maybe. Sure. It was. It was a Q and A after that too. It, either way, it was how they got there. Something like that. Oh, also, Pat Roy is here. Would you mind uh, giving us a little audio clip? This is Pat Roy. He was the creator of uh, Jonathan Park. Uh, this is AIO Audio News. So, hi. Uh, good to talk to you. Yeah. How are you? Uh, doing fine. Um, so, sorry about this. This is kind of uh, sudden. We were just recording a little bit here. Uh, but you are the uh, obviously creator of Jonathan Park, right? And what are you working on? Any projects right now that you can share? Uh, no, I work with Awesome Science Media now, and we produce a family-based uh, video uh, to teach creation, uh, okay. science from a biblical worldview. Cool. That's cool. Well, thanks for everything you're doing. Really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thanks. We were just talking about the master classes, and New Works Festival just happened. Um, what'd you think of that? What'd you guys think of that? I enjoyed it. It was cool to hear the feedback from Phil Aller and Nato you're, Jacobson. You're good if you need to head out. Darby right, Kern and everyone there. That was really interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. There were four pieces. One was um, by Colton Grelier, who is one of the writers on The Encounter. Uh, another was by Josh Rodriguez, who is the... Uh, he's a member of the Audio Drama Alliance, which was really cool. 
um, yeah, I thought the feedback was pretty good. I was in two of them. I just had like ten lines. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that Michael did great. I, I, I guess I did okay. I, I never know. But but yeah, anyway, uh, I'm going to see if I can track down some other people. Ali is talking to Nato Jacobson right now. Um, I want to go see if I can talk to him. Do you want to see if we can make this just one continuous shot? Sure. All right, she's going to take a picture. But anyway, after this is going to be Fort Blanket Review, and they're going to be performing Search for a Sunflower, which is really interesting. Um, I've, I've only heard that episode once. I heard it over my speaker back at home, so... Yeah. I, I, hey, I wonder if we can if we can talk to him like real real quick. All right, let's all right, let's see. This audio is very 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 casual. Hey, Nato, you got a minute? Hey, what's up? Hey, we're recording for a podcast. So I was wondering if you uh, I could ask you a few questions. Uh, sure. What's your name? Uh, Michael. Michael, Michael nice to meet you. I'm the host of AIO Audio News. It's an Adventure oh, wow, Nazi cool. fan podcast. This is John Tell the Third. John, nice to meet you. Yeah, and we were wondering. So you did a masterclass yesterday yes. on uh, now, and I gotta admit, I was really, really whacked yesterday. So you talked about what characters and yes. bringing different um, things to the characters. So like, could you give a, a summary of that just for those like here who haven't weren't didn't like didn't go to the masterclass or anything about like the that? Character masterclass. Yeah. Class? Sure. Yeah. So the so the character masterclass was called Characters King. Mm-hmm. Be, which is a playoff of a mantra that goes around the storytelling business, mm-hmm. which is story is king. Right. And uh, that's kind of a, uh, a bit of a pitfall, I think, because it, it, it's, it goes on the assumption that people care about what happens to other people, mm-hmm. which is kind of true, but not really. Right. So it, it, the, the reality of it is that people care about other people. Mm-hmm. And when people know someone or connected to someone that's when it really matters to them or it emotionally affects them when something happens to them right right so so you have to establish some kind of connection and some kind of emotional uh, you, you 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 desire to go on a you know on a journey with them or, or, you know. so there, so there's character development that's that's essential that hap- that's happening simultaneously with the storyline or the plot line unfolding, mm-hmm. and so what we were exploring was was basically how to give a character dimension right. as a as a writer first of all, and and things of that nature uh, to position a a voice actor to be able to see the words on the page and interpret them uh, with you know like have, yeah. first of all enjoy interpreting them because the character's interesting, mm-hmm. and and then. Uh, we talked about character from the voice acting standpoint of how do you make a writer look good? How do you how do you do the job of sort of wearing the audience member's ex- hat? You know, get the audience experience of like how is this landing? Yeah. How is this resonating? And uh, you know, how can we how can we sort of uh, maximize what's on the page and even like see the things that maybe aren't even quite on the page? You know, right. but that but that can be conveyed through the voice. So yeah, it's, so not easy. it's not easy. There are a lot of facets yeah. that go into it. So I know you from, you're in Legend Unleashed with Jonathan Park, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. You're, you're Dr. Is it Matt Hammond? Is that his name? Or, or uh, Dr. Mike Hammond. Mike Hammond, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And you're also Nat, right? Yes. Right, so two vastly different characters. How did you differentiate in the studio for that? Oh, good question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the nice thing was they were, uh, you know, like... <laughs> Whenever you have two characters who are the same age, mm-hmm. that's one of the toughest things to, to differentiate. So they were a little bit different ages, you know. Mm-hmm. Hammond was uh, a little bit of an older guy. Yeah. And, uh, and so that helped. And, I mean, they're from two different countries. So right. And that, you're not so an older nice. guy. So well, it's, correct. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. like, the fact that you can do that is really impressive, but yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it, it, you know, two different age ranges, two different uh, countries. And, and really two different personas in a lot of ways. I mean, all, all of those things 
helped make it easier to to differentiate their voices. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and Hammond was kind of a uh, I mean he's got kind of a lower voice, but he's yeah. but he's not like got got a uh, no, no, size to the he's not half, a hefty voice or whatever, right? He's still lively, so, right? So it's a yeah. very different uh, oral posture than Nat, who has got a bulky sound. He's a very strong guy. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, that would you know I mean there were there were a lot of things that, I've had I've had more difficult <laughs> challenges <laughs> when yeah. voice differentiation than that one. Uh, right. But I think they also if if my ear was tuned in properly, I think they might have tweaked in post uh, my my. Uh, Voice EQ on your for, voice for Nat a little bit oh, okay. uh, to help differentiate that one. It sounded like my voice was a little affected. I I don't know. I could be wrong. I okay. could be wrong. I, have to go back I to haven't asked the sound designer. Yeah, so that would be interesting to to know. I, cool. I don't know, but it sounded like almost pitched down a little bit. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for everything you're doing, and thanks for being here too. Oh, it's been you. really great getting to meet you and talk to you. And stuff like that. All right. Talk thanks. Later, All right. So we. That's cool. A uh, bunch of people. Bunch of people in a row. Um, who else is here? I'm wondering. Rose is here. Do you want to? You want to talk to Rose, John? Sure. Not, I mean, maybe if she's around. All of this is being recorded. This is something I have not done before. Hi, Rose. Do you want to record now, or do you not want to talk? I mean, we have time. Do you want to talk for a second? I, all I need is a hi. Hi. This. This is Rose Beasley, returning guest to Audio News. Hello, Rose. Hello. I'm from Odyssey Moments. Yes. Uh, plug. Plug. How can we find out about your stuff? Just OdysseyMoments.com. You can find everything there. Right. So, have you? How's SonicCon been so far for you? Uh, it's been really fun. I think uh, I really enjoyed the Animaniacs, and I'm looking forward to Fort Blanket Review, which is about to start right yeah. now. It's probably gonna be my favorite. Have you kept up with the club episodes, like the uh, ones that have no. been releasing? No, okay. Only the first seasons. I've been meaning to rejoin the club and then just binge all of them. Okay, because apparently one of the episodes is from the club this year, or the episode they're doing is from the club this year, so that'll be that'll be really interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you'll get to, you'll get to get a taste of that. Um, I figured it was gonna be something because we have Kimmy here, so. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought it was gonna be an older episode, but you know, that's that's fine. I figured it was gonna be something original or something spin-off, but yeah. that's cool too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So, anyway, yeah, thanks for chatting. Yes. Dominic Trice is also right behind me. Hello, Hello room, like, I guess temporary roommate who. We both stayed up very late last night, and it was not great. Yeah, I had to finish a couple things, yes. Yeah, I mean, and I did not have to finish a couple things, but I tortured myself anyway. I've been trying to figure out, like, was there a universe where I could have got up on time, like, stayed well, up until... you gone to bed earlier. Th- yeah, but that was not possible because we were stuck here at SonicCon for, until late last night, and I right. lost my wallet, too, which was crazy. Oh, yes. And then um, it took me, like, a half an hour to get back there once you texted me, and then... <laughs> And then, uh, then we stayed up for like an hour and a half more. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's great. I, yesterday was fantastic. Did um, you really have to watch those Minecraft? Videos? We don't talk about again. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Animaniacs, Animaniacs and concert was really, really oh, it was good. Actually, good. Yeah. It like, was, for not knowing anything about Animaniacs, I want to watch the show now. It was good. Yeah, I thought um, I thought Looney Tunes when I saw it. Exactly. I was like, this is great. It was weird how like like meta the show is. Like actually, like Warner Brothers Studio. I I didn't know that was what. It was partly based on like the characters were running around Warner Brothers. Oh, like, I didn't know that either. Yeah, that was that was weird. Like, did you see that from the clips and stuff? No, did I didn't. Happen? I did see that. Okay, I saw the Warner Brothers logo. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's funny. Um, anyway, I'm trying to track down people to talk to, and I think that I can. I think I can find a couple more doing one continuous take. This is like that one. Was awesome, Neo. like. <laughs> Yeah, we that was um, NATO was just in uh, yours truly Johnny Denary and we just I think I've talked about that in this recording everything's blending together but we um, 
yeah, we just listened to that. Um, that was and awesome. Nato was in that. Yeah, he was Johnny Denary. All of them. Brilliant, amazing. brilliant. All, yeah, all, all of them are really good. Did you see the first one? You didn't get. Did you see get to see the first I did one? Not Pat get Walker. To see the first one. Oh, okay, okay. Was that because we both had the? We were both in the second one, or uh, I was. I was. You were in the third one. And waiting for my room to practice. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's it's been bonkers. Uh, just the amount of stuff that's happened. Yes. Um, let me see. I think. I think I'm gonna stop this here and go find. Actually, do you want to go talk to Sarah? Because I see her over there. Yeah, Sarah. Uh, right over there, Sarah Kamig. Um, she's the host of the first Odyssey podcast. Oh. Uh, I don't know if she's busy or not, but I'm wondering. You could stop this one and start another one. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think, I think there's something novel about. You know what? No, what? Let's, let's just come back. You're all listening to AIO Audio News. We'll be right back. All right, we are back as promised with Sarah Kamig from Kaimig. Uh, oh, have I Kaimig? I've been pronouncing Kaimig this whole time. I'm so sorry, Sarah Kaimig. That's okay. Who, who is like, I guess the predecessor to everyone in the Odyssey podcasting space, being the first Odyssey podcaster. Hi, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Um, so you were at SonicCon last year. I was. We met up and we talked a little bit. How has it been this year? Like, how has it been different? How have you, have you enjoyed it? Um, it's been very different for me. God, last year was like, hey, this is really fun and I'm glad you like it, but this isn't quite totally what I have for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And you mean then, like voice acting? Yeah. And I mean, maybe on the side for fun. Um, but then like six months ago, he totally put something else on my heart. So like Butch was talking on, on Friday night yeah. about how when God gives you an opportunity, you need to just take it and just yes. not be like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Just go for it. Well, that actually happened to me. Like everything he worked, he talked about on Friday is what's already happened to me wow. in the last six months. So That's I'm great. actually getting into um, Christian fiction, writing, or not writing, editing for written novels, not for audio. Let me clarify that. Not for audio, okay, but for writing. Okay. Um, I'm getting into developmental editing, which is like big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And he had an, I have an author friend who publishes between 12 and 24 books a year independently and some with publishing houses and she's like you're really good at this you've been helping me find errors edit for me mm-hmm. i'm like uh, i don't know what i'm doing and she's like here here's a class you can take and, and now yeah and i'm taking class i'm back in school again i'm taking classes i'm working for her for free right now and then she's like okay i'm ready to start paying you let me know when you're ready to get money and i'm like okay can i have like a couple more like couple more books to practice on before i feel confident enough that you can pay me and she's like okay good but hurry up and get there because i've got people i'm going to pass along to you and i'm like you're already yeah okay god like so it's just like it's really crazy because SonicCon is where last year this started for me not necessarily like the writing part but the confidence to truly seek what God wanted from me outside of being a wife and a mom and just kind of twiddling my thumbs and waiting for something to come along, but then to go pursue it. And, yeah. and then God just was like, here, plop. Well, that's, that's fantastic. And like, you're still a fan of Odyssey and oh, audio I drama. I still love Odyssey and audio drama. Yeah, I yeah. do. But it's, it's just been funny because it helped me. Like even this year, I was like, okay, God, what am I going to get out of this? Because I know you've kind of like closed this door for me, or at least like it's not as open as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And... Instead, he took that, and I took the principles that they've been teaching this weekend and been able to apply them to what he does want me to do. Yeah. And I still have this passion. I still love this. And he's been um, allowed me to speak to people. I've gotten to hang out with Katie. Oh. I think we're starting. So, yeah, yeah. thanks for talking. Well, it is 6.04 p.m. SonicCon is over. I am here. Allie's kind of hanging on the bed. You're, you can be in this. Yeah, I'm here with Allie Barrett, Josh Rodriguez, J.D. Sutter, Joshua Prentice, and Jonathan Cook just walked off. No. All right, well, 
Yeah, anyway, uh, how are you guys feeling about how SonicCon went? It was an amazing weekend, just, just like it was last year. Uh, one of the things that I really, really liked was there was much more time for networking and just chatting with people and yeah. you know, spending time out here so we can get to meet more folks. And that was that was really kind of the highlight for me is just getting to connect with people and get to meet people that I hadn't seen or hadn't met before in person. And so that's that's been the, my favorite part. Like that's always the highlight. Allie just got to talk to Phil Lawler about the Blackwood books, which was great. How are you feeling? Confused. I'll, I'll figure out how I feel about it later. I got a plan from here on out. And it seems like everyone loved uh, yours truly, Johnny Denary. So great job with that, uh, Josh Rodriguez. Yeah, thanks. That was a lot of fun. It was really great to see uh, the pros up up on stage, uh, you know, performing their scripts. So they they did a bang up job. Foley guys did a great job. It was just a great experience all around. You know, Nate Jacobs is always he's always a great actor. So it was cool to see him and John yeah. Fornoff and. Everybody acting aside. Absolutely. Yeah, and you were in, uh, like, you and I were in, like, two of the other productions. Oh, uh, yeah. Josh Prentice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Welcome Home and uh, Broadcast Babylon. Both, I think, went, honestly, I, I was really happy with the way that all of the, all of the, New Works performances were conducted and getting the feedback. I think I think everybody had a very productive experience there, which is wonderful to see. And yeah, yeah. Just at least from the from the performance side of that, I I'm I'm really happy too. You know, I, I think everyone got a chance to you know show off their voice and you know even even if it's even if it's not on on record. You know, it's right. nice just to be able to showcase for people what you can do and yeah. I. I, I really like JD said. I'm really happy about all the networking opportunities at SonicCon this year. Exactly. Okay. I know that was something everybody obviously wants to see, and I, I think we're I think we're hopefully looking ahead to another great one next year. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, just cross. just from like all the people I've talked to on these recordings and stuff, it's 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 insane. Oh yeah. And most of the people, most of these people I knew like uh, from the internet and stuff, but actually getting to talk with Pat Roy, yeah. what uh, Mike Atuke, I think I've talked to him a couple times, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's really it's really really cool. Yeah, just getting to put faces to names, you know. Uh, it, it's it's incredible all the all the things we've gotten to do here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that the uh, new works, um, the ones that were selected for the new works festival, were actually really good in like giving a, a diverse selection of genres and giving all the cast members a chance to to participate. Um, so. Yeah, whoever did the selection on those, I'd like to track him down and see. Be like, hey, nice I, job. I believe uh, I know the process last year, but I believe it's the same for this year. Uh, all the writers casted their own projects, so you know, well, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the um, whoever chose the specific new works that were going to be performed, oh, like oh, from I'm the submissions. Sorry. Yes, I. Gosh, that's a good question. I. Probably Chris Nelson. I need to go find him. Yeah, I, who knows what kind of committee, uh, what what kind of committee he had on his team there, yeah. but. It, I'm sure. I'm sure he's very happy with his decision now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. I think it was. A, I think it was a success. I think. I don't know. You were here. You were here last year, though, right? Yes, I yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last year, I focused more on getting some getting some writing, you know, showcased. But this year, I I, I got to do a lot more performance, and I I'm happy I did that. Having a getting to show off a, a good range is I think is of course it's always important right. yeah right and I guess Chris Nelson could take the the good things from last year and from this year and then what kind of what worked what didn't work and then put that in the next year yeah right I mean it's it's so hard just to start a convention at all no, I yeah really considering how how incredible both of these have been you know of course there are always flaws but I think I think the cons doing a great job at improving every year if if you know, one year transition between a first and a second can really be any indicator. Right, yeah. right. I mean, especially because like the first one was postponed. Like, so they had all that time to work out the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know what? That's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. 
But anyway, yeah. Thanks for thanks for chatting. Yeah, of course, and yeah, you know, best of luck to you. Thanks. I, I I'll probably see you around here <laughs> somewhere. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I want to get a talk with these people. You guys good to chat? You guys good to chat for a second? Depends on what you want to chat about. I mean, I mean, it depends. I'm trying to I'm trying to get everybody. Like, I got I got everyone on Friday, uh, and I think I think I barely barely got any clips yesterday, so I got to make up for it today. I'm here with Alicia Hansen, Micah Touche, and Jonathan Cook. Micah, I don't think we got to talk yesterday. You're the sound designer for Jake Moeller. Um, what else uh, What else have you done that I guess my listeners would know? Um, I've done some sound design for uh, Jonathan Park and right. the Adventum, um, and then you may have mentioned the Watch, uh, right? Which yeah. is a new show, which. Um, we actually have another sound designer that's working on the pilot episode because of time constraints. Right. Uh, and then I've done uh, probably, we were trying to count up, probably close to 50 episodes, uh, shows for um, Abide. Wow. And yeah. Abide started essentially a year ago here at SonicCon. There was a little bit of content. Well, there was a lot of content, but the, the type of content that we're producing now, John Fornoff had recently came on board. And, um, and, so I, I came on board as sound designer, and now we have Darby and Connor and, and quite a few others that are uh, joining the team. Uh, Abide was recently yeah. bought up by uh, Guidepost Magazine, mm-hmm. and so the content needs have are, are skyrocketing. So, <laughs> so it's been a, it's been a really fun year since last SonicCon, and uh, yeah, just been so good to be here. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there for all of the ATC live show yesterday with uh, you, Alicia, and Jonathan. So how did that go last night? I, I thought it went really well, actually. Um, I, you know, despite it being at 1030 at night, like, we, were all, we were all a bit, you know, a bit goofy, I think, punchy. too. It was fun, yeah. Yeah, but very conversational. It was a lot. Yeah, we got that's, a, that's some, some laughs. So. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, and, great, yeah. and great to meet Nato, too. I had yeah. never actually met him. I yeah. had kept hearing his name all over the place, so to actually get in, sit and talk to him was yeah. really, really cool. I thought Nato did okay. I mean, come on. You know? <laughs> no. I told him as such as He well, could have acted a little bit better. Yeah, no, like, yeah. and he's so good. I was joking with him earlier, and I told him, like, I was like, I can't tell you you did excellent because they just go to your head. So I just, <laughs> but I, 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 I was trying to break the ice with him on that. But no, he did, I mean, amazing. And I, um, he's, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Nato, Nato's fantastic. I've he heard of Nato for <laughs> years. I mean, like, what, 50 years? And mm-hmm. thought it was a bunch of countries. And going to find out, it's just, like, it's just it's a guy. It's just one yeah. guy. <laughs> it's just one guy. That's like, okay. Oh, but, yeah, so... I've edited scenes before, and you have you know six, eight characters, and and, and five and all of them played are, by him. <laughs> yeah, five of them are NATO, and then one other person. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Very, very talented. Yeah. So thoughts on SonicCon overall? Now that we've got like what one hour left uh, in the convention or the exhibition hall? It, it's great. I love it. It's it's been fantastic, and if you weren't here this year, come next year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Just fly down here. The it's not that expensive. The discounts have been going like steadily higher and higher and higher. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not an honor flying over here because flying over here was oh, really flying over here would be, would be yeah. <laughs> yeah, we flew over here um, about eighty miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's not great. Yeah, Fourteen-hour trip, but wasn't too bad though. Yeah, those, those red and blue lights never caught up to you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't catch. <laughs> yeah, all y'all have a. a yeah, when are y'all leaving? Is it tomorrow or later today? Uh, I fly out tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We will fly out tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, we fly out about 8 o'clock in the morning. About 80 hotel. miles an hour. Yeah, right? about 80 miles an hour. <laughs> right. Well, then I guess have a great rest of your day tonight and safe travels tomorrow. Yeah, thank All you right. so you much. As well. Thank you. I'm here with Joshua Nicholson, who was the keynote speaker at SonicCon 2020. Josh, thanks for... Or, do you go by Josh or Joshua? Uh, either one. I'm good. I'm good with either. Okay. Well, you were the key. Yeah. So you spoke last year at SonicCon, and what was your role this year at SonicCon? Uh, 
a lot of the same stuff. Uh, teaching a master class on getting started in VO, as well as a class on uh, real uh, VO demos and reels, um, and then uh, doing some private coaching and participating in the New Works Festival, and just uh, just generally hanging out and meeting up with people and helping out where I can. Yeah, you were uh, the sidekick in the Yours Truly Johnny Denary audio drama, right? Yes, or- yes, correct. I, I was I was Muggsy, you know. Yeah, fantastic job with that character. Can you give us, like, just for fun, can you do the, like, Muggsy's voice and then the change voice that you did later on for when he was talking to what's Kira's uh, character? Yeah, sure. So, like, uh, Muggsy, whenever, this is normal voice, and then, you know, uh, when he talks to the ladies, (laughs) things change a little bit. So, so yeah, that's Muggsy. Yeah, you have such a fantastic range of voices. How do you differentiate? Like, like I'm assuming it works into your, like, normal everyday talk. You're not just monotone all the time. But how do you, like... How do you differentiate between those higher voices and those lower voices, I guess, in your mind? Uh, in my mind, I, with, with characters, I start with the core of who the character is. Mm-hmm. It's less about how the character sounds than it is about who the character is. So, okay. so I start with that core, and then, you know, a lot of times there are descriptions of the characters like, oh, there's a higher voice nasally, and then deep voice here. Okay, so how does that fit in with, with the character, who the character? And so... Um, for me, uh, as far as, as really changing, it's, it has to do with a change in resonance and, and a change in middle pitch. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. What, what you can do, um, uh, and this is a fun exercise that I teach some of my students because I teach a lot of one-on-one private lessons as yeah. well, um, and it's fiddling around with where your voice resonates in your body, and you can figure it out using a yawn, actually. So, okay. so you yawn, and then... When you talk, whenever you yawn, and then and then you notice that your throat opens when you do that, and now suddenly my voice sounds much deeper than it did before because my throat is much more open. Mm-hmm. Because and this is sort of what happens when you right. yawn, and then when you close up the throat, and then you keep on closing, 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 then all of a sudden you, the resonance goes higher and higher. Right. And I didn't change my pitch at all. No, that's really cool. Same pitch the entire time. So so yeah, that that's a fun technique. It's an advanced technique, not easy to do. Uh, no, that's for, for the beginner, but uh, some people are able to catch on pretty quickly with it. That's awesome. Thanks for that. I got to go, but thank you so much for talking. I really appreciate yeah, my it. My pleasure. My pleasure. Absolutely. See ya. See ya. We are back with Sarah Kaimig, right? Yes. Yeah. Before we got abrupt, like abruptly cut off by the SonicCon band for the Floor Blanket Review, which actually was really, really interesting. Had you heard that episode? Yes, I love that episode. I was really excited. I was with my friend Hannah, and I'm like, Hannah, this is a really good one. <laughs> so it was great. Yeah, that episode came out in uh, April, actually. So it's actually the newest one they could have possibly done, which is kind of cool. Is that new? Yeah, April 2021. Okay, see, you are more on top of things than I am. Do you episode se- 914 should be. Should okay. Be. I'm oh, 913, 913. I'm, I'm off my game. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine, but anyway, we were talking about how you were um, thinking about you books. were right. You were doing yeah. books. You were telling me about like you were halfway through that. Yeah, so. so it was really just interesting how Butch. What's last, Butch's last name? I just blanked on Butch's last Butch name. Butch Hartman, right? Thank you. Okay, yeah. I see, like I said, yeah, you, you had said about how parents. everything on Friday was corresponding to what you've been going yeah. through for the past six months. So yeah, so I started. Um, a beta reading for an author friend of mine who puts out about 24 bo- 12 to 24 books a year and I was catching things on her stuff and I'm like hey you know you might want to fix this if you like re-up it um, and she's like okay you just need a beta read for me I've never had a beta reader before I'm like oh okay I can do that I've done that before for other authors and that's basically where you read the book before it goes to publication mm-hmm. like, and then you catch any last errors like hey this works this doesn't work 
And I was doing that for her, and she's like, oh, by the way, her name is Lisa Harris. She writes, not, excuse me, Lisa Phillips. Lisa uh-huh. Harris is a different author. Lisa okay. Phillips. She writes Christian romantic suspense, and it's very high octane. It's clean. Anyone interested? Okay. Giving her a plug. Um, okay. And anyway, she's like, hey, you're really good at this beta reading thing, and you're catching things like an editor would catch for developmental editing, which is like um, where you catch the content errors. So like, have you looked into that? And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And she, yeah. so she explained it to me and she said, here, here's a link to a class, look into it. And I'm like, oh, you're actually serious about this. We might be getting interrupted yeah, again. No, not again, not by Chris Nelson. Anyway, yeah, they're, they're coming to talk about something. So make this, okay. actually, if you can wrap this up. Yeah. yeah. So Benny, anyway, the bottom line is she sent me info for a class <laughs> and I signed up for a class and I am volunteering for her to get, uh, how about we pause here and come back in a second? Okay, thanks, Sarah. It is 6.41. I'm currently talking with Colton Grelier, writer of season three of The Encounter. Did we get to talk on Friday? I don't think we did. Um, I don't think we got to talk on Friday, but uh, yeah, I just uh, did seasons. Um, uh, it was a season part three of and it. four, right? Yeah, seasons three and four. We had a team of four writers, and then four through seven, it was uh, me and the director. You and Chris we, Nelson, right? Yes, we yeah. were writing The Encounter, which was a, a ton of fun. He's an absolute, uh, he's a madman on, on the whole thing. But, yeah. I have no idea how he does it between being a professor, <laughs> leading the radio stuff, and the other stage productions. He is just, I wish I had his energy. I really do. Right. Well, season four is releasing right now. Any, any sneak peeks you can give us after episode one and two? Like, we saw, like, this past, last week, um, what, what was it? So Marlo's, Marlo's wife is now going to salvation. Yes. Right. right. So any any hints about what's going to happen after after that? Ooh, well, well, we're definitely like salvation in season three was what was being built up as kind of the mystery. It's what's going on and everything. Some weird kind of mind control going on. Oh, there. yeah. And season four where is really the payoff. I'm not a big fan of I'm not a big fan of leaving people hanging for too long and everything. But we're really going to we're going to be spending a lot of time in salvation. If you okay. thought it was cool and everything. Oh, we oh, are I gonna, thought it was creepy. <laughs> oh, oh well, but it's going to get even a little creepier. We're going to be camping out there a lot and really seeing exactly what Cyric has been up to and uh, the master plan. So mm-hmm. we're going to be spending a lot of time in there, and a lot is coming to a head. This is actually the way we've like designed the show, because we've got seven seasons planned out and even recorded. I know how this thing ends, yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm on season seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, so there you go. <laughs> like three lines, but yeah. That's I it. know, right, but you were there. You were there. I existed, yeah. But with the way we kind of see it is like season four is the end is a, it's a big marker in the show. Yes. A lot of things are going to occur that have really have seeds laid all the way back in season one. Right. This is really kind of what uh, the end of a massive, massive arc. And things in the encounter are going to have massive changes because of season four. So it is yeah. only going to get even crazier. Well, I, mean, I think this is the payoff that we've been looking for because at the end of season two, it was like, okay, what's going to happen with these characters? And all of a sudden, 70-year time jump. Wait a minute. I know. On. So that was a little I weird, but it seems, it seems like this is broken up into three eras, one and two, three and four, and then five, six, and seven. And that's I, fair. That I really like fair. how there's a three-season arc or a three-season era that's coming up in the next couple of years. So. It is. It is kind of a, a gener- uh, three generations, yes. if you will, of these characters. and. Part of that is practically because when you're recording with students, students graduate, move on, so yeah. you have to do that. It's usually the adults are the only ones you can keep around, or the people who just stay after graduation because they're crazy and they want to do this. <laughs> but yeah, we got three generations. This is kind of like the end of like 
we're approaching that second generation's climax of where these plot lines have been heading. But even some other ones, all the way back in season one, it's definitely, well, no pun intended, but it's going down. Okay. <laughs> well, then this is what? EncounterSeries.com? That's the website? Uh, yes, the, uh, I believe the EncounterSeries.com, that's it. All where right. Where you can stream every, all our episodes for free. They're and, all free. And season four is currently being released now. Right, so go listen to it right now. Thank you so much, Golden. I appreciate it. No problem. Happy to talk with you. I'm back with Elizabeth Hansen from Dramafy. So, SonicCon is basically over. What do you think about the whole thing? You know, I think this was, uh, for Dramafy, it was amazing. Um, you know, we're just, we're just getting launched. Uh, we just launched in July, so any kind of exposure is great for us. And this is, these are our people. You know, this is, this, and here's what I found about these, um, these people here is not only are they talented and smart, but they're loving and kind and friendly. And those are the people I want to work with. Absolutely. Now, how did the Dramafy panel go yesterday? It went really well. And, you know, I didn't look stupid. So as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, it went really well. That's um, and the people seem to respond well. We get some really good questions at the end. And I hope it gave enough information that was useful for the people who were listening. Absolutely. I hope you get a lot of, like, I hope this brings a lot of publicity for Dramafy because I'm really excited to see about where it's going. Um, I think I think Darby Kern has mentioned, I don't know if he's mentioned to you, but he's wanting to release the rest of Jake Muller yeah. on Dramafy. Yep. I'm yep. really looking forward to that. I am too, because uh, right now, because, you know, he was willing to take a risk on us. But he was like the second vendor to come on board. Yeah. First and being Ian Boltman, right? Yes. Yep. In fact, I got Darby's name from Ian. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got to call this guy. And so he was kind of like, well, I'm not sure, you know, because, and I understand, because we were yeah, it's, nobody. It's we yeah. were nobody. So um, to have him yesterday tell me, you know, we're going to give you the rest of the episodes. It's like, that's great. Yay! That is fantastic. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Really looking forward to that. So, dramafy.com, uh, six for six deal six, right now? Six for six. It ends midnight on Halloween. All right, then go get that right now. Thank you so much, Elizabeth Hansen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, sure. All right. Sure, why not? Yeah. We're being interviewed. He wants, for, yeah. he wants to hear from us. <laughs> Thank you guys for agreeing to do this. Uh, I have with me Randy Strew, Mike Touche, and Darby Kern, who have all worked on J the Jake Muller Adventures and The Watch. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, how has how SonicCon been for you so far? Oh, uh, this, is, this is great. It's yeah. A, yeah. Really good time. Really recharges me, energizes me to keep doing this stuff. You know, you people and... UPU, I should say that. It sounds bad. But, but everybody here is, is so awesome. Especially you, Pete. Yeah. And you're not I so bad. the little people. I just love it. Yeah. yeah. I talked with you yesterday about the watch. I was wondering if I could get your perspective on it, Randy. Uh, you, you two worked on it on the way to, like, the way to and back from SonicCon last year? from, yeah. Yeah. Um, we sort of came up with the concept. Uh, and by the time we got here, I think we kind of had the bones of it. Mm -hmm. By the time we got home, we more or less had the the, the story outline for mm -hmm. the first, uh, certainly for the first episode and a good chunk of the first season. Um, so by the time we were ready to write, between the two of us, it really only took about a month, I think, to write wow. yeah. 115 pages, which feature length. What, yeah. what, six episodes? Or how many episodes is that? That's two episodes. Only two episodes. Okay. Yeah. How long is it going to be the first season? Eight episodes total. I mean, yeah. How do you make episodes. that many stories, especially like given this like niche genre? Well, there's like. one over, there's one main arc. Oh, okay. Okay. And then uh, sort of some standalone stories and some mini arcs that'll sort of make their way into the story. Right. 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 There's still a lot of plot points to cover. So, like, how do you how do you handle all of that? Start with great characters. Your characters tell you how the story's going to go. All right. Right. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's they're police stories, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, police kind of uh, fortunately or unfortunately see new things every day. Yeah. 
and <laughs> yeah. So like, I guess there's a lot of fire to build with, or yeah. there's a lot of stuff to build off with there. And I mean, and, and really, the, the story is meant to be more of a human story about uh, not just kind of what they see at work, but yeah. how it affects their their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's yeah. room for growth in that, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and those are stories in themselves. I did get to hear the first uh, couple scenes or so on Friday, but I did get to hear the trailer yesterday. It sounds fantastic. Where can uh, okay. my listeners go to hear this once it's finally out? Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you put us on the spot here now, actually. What? We're, we're going to be... We'll, if you go to the, the, um, the Watch Podcast Facebook page, okay. you'll probably hear things there first, just because it's easy to do. Got it. Um, the, the trailer we're going to be working on a little bit more, finessing and getting ready and cutting in half probably. And uh, and you'll be able to hear that in a, in a way that you can share it with friends. Mm-hmm. And we hope you will do that because that's there's a grassroots movement right now. Right, right. you got to tell as many people as possible. Yeah, exactly. And, and what we're going to find- be part of a crowdfunding effort. Yes, yeah. it will be part of that too. So if you can't give money, please, we need it, right? Right, yeah. absolutely. And and we're we're really proud that we're working on something that is is pro cop. And what we got here this weekend, and I know this is our tribe here, but what we got is that people want shows just like this. Yeah, right. We got so much uh, feedback that we're doing the right thing with this show. Uh, yeah, and and that is fantastic. And what's really cool about this show too is that it's not just about the guns and the car chases and the the things yeah. that are sometimes romanticized about about police, um, but it's more the human side. Uh, whenever Darby and Randy first. We had a, a Zoom call right after SonicCon last year, and uh, we, we was talking about this show, and and I, that, I think they probably had already talked about this, but I was like, let's let's make it character driven and let's show the human side, you know, the, the relationships on the workforce and in the family and uh, the husband and the wife that you know he's been a cop for 30 years and the things she's she's went through during that time and the, what the kids go through um, of the the law enforcement. Yeah, because it doesn't happen in a vacuum, and this has an effect on the family. For sure, absolutely. All right, Darby Kern, Randy Strew, and Michael Touche from Tannhauser Gain Entertainment, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Ben Burnett, you're the only person from the ADA who I actually haven't talked to. Oh, John Farnoff's here now, so you want to talk to him? So I guess just a quick goodbye. I'm good. It was, good to, it was good to see oh, you. Yeah, yeah it's great it was, to be seeing you in person. Back. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. I don't know if you're going in a, for a hug there or not. Or, no, or sure. handshake. I'll okay. do that. Ah, thanks, Keep it enough. It's been really weird. Like, Alicia Henson and I had the weirdest, like, hello when I first met her. I was like, <laughs> what am you I in doing? in person. <laughs> I only know you digitally. All right, he's leaving. Go talk okay, to him. Cool. All right. Do you all know each other, by the way? Yeah, we do. We're okay, from, cool. Yeah. Whatever. All right, it is the absolute end of SonicCon. I'm here with Chris Nelson, executive director of the whole thing. Do you have anything to say at the end of all this? I need a nap. Uh-huh. That's a good good summary. Thank you so much for everything you've done for SonicCon. It's been really, really great. Hey, I hope so. It's second year. I think we, I mean, our exhibition hall was bigger and better than last year. We bring in, I think, you know, triple the talent. It's been a blast. Absolutely. It's been a blast. I think the thing I'm hearing is people are making connections. They're getting, they're, they're, they're connecting. That's what we want to do. Right. Get people together. So I think that's the takeaway that I'm getting out of this. So, awesome. yeah, we hope to be back next year. Awesome. Well, go get a nap and uh, start preparing for next year. <laughs> I love to get some pizza and then a nap. Sounds right. good. All, All right. You Thank you. All right. Nice to meet you guys again. Yeah. yeah. Always a pleasure. You too. John, weird. And, um, yeah, that was really weird. Please let me know or email me. I will. If you find out that it is the same Krugers. And, like, there, they know yeah, it has to be. It's so weird. And, and honestly, it might be your mom's, your grandparents might know my parents, Jim and Molly Nelson. Do they live there still?
No, but I'm saying back in the day. Yeah, I'm gonna go over here. It's not a big church. Hey, so I, you gotta head out, Sarah. I'm sorry we don't have longer to talk, but just want to say thank. It was great to actually see you this time. You're great. welcome. And the yeah, the moral of the story is you follow what God's calling you to do, and it will be, it will work out. It may not be what you think it is, but it will work out eventually. And that's the story of my last year. Is God said, ah, oh, you're not actually gonna do what you think you're gonna do. You're gonna do something completely different. Right. Have a great night. Always listen to that. Also, Hannah Glavin's here. So hi, Hannah. Hey there. All right, and you gotta get out. So I will talk to you later. See ya. All right, it is 7.53. We are basically the last people from SonicCon to be actually leaving the building. I'm standing here with Ali Barrett, Dominic Trice, John Tuttle III, and Ben Burnett, and his fiance, who's choosing not to participate in the, <laughs> in the recording. It's fine. Guys, SonicCon happened. SonicCon is over. How y'all feeling? Tired. Tired. <laughs> yeah. I want a nap. Exhausted. I took a nap. Yesterday. Apparently, I was snoring during the abide panel. <laughs> Wait, that what? Was you? Like, did no. I snore? <laughs> during the uh, the last New Works Festival, I was like, "Oh, it's an audio drama. I'll just close my eyes." And then I and then I almost fell asleep. And then everyone starts clapping. I open my eyes. And I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I came very close when they were doing the Fort Blanket review thing. Very, uh, very close to dozing off. But it was fine. I will say that as opposed to last year, I think last year's had a little bit more energy and a little bit more, I don't know, it was a little bit more tight in terms of the schedule. I really, really liked it last year. I didn't really have many complaints. This year, there, were a lot of stuff I was, there was a lot of stuff I was nitpicking. It was still good to meet everyone and to meet you guys, which yeah. was great. But I don't know. I don't know. It was, I feel like I, could, I filled up my schedule. Yeah, mm -hmm. same. Like, if, right. if you wanted to, you could be busy until... From eight, 8 in the morning to uh, 12.30 at night. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And without time to eat. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have time to eat. Yeah, I haven't eaten I since like 2. My so. average sleep schedule is currently at 3 hours and 45 minutes. So I'm going to assume that this was a pretty busy the, yeah. weekend. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, you know, I guess we're all... <laughs> I guess we need to have, make a Michael version of SonicCon that is like... Up the anti-chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was what everyone wanted, but no, that, that's fine. That's fine. It was really good. It was really good. I'm really glad that like Chris Nelson, the theater department, and everyone like that is putting this on because yeah, this is something we've needed for a long time, yeah. and I'm really glad that's this is happening. That's in my degree department. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. Loved taking the master classes. Yeah. Loved talking to people, making so many connections. I mean... Like meeting people that, like you, Ben, that like, and yeah. you, John, like, John, that, yeah. like, John's we've heard third. about. Actually coming up in person, not I've... really saying many words, but still showing up. That's great. Yeah, it's sad that the thing is over, but also I'm tired, so it's like <laughs> oh, nice yeah. to be done with the stress of having places to go and things to listen to. So. No more classes. Yeah, at least till tomorrow. Oh, we have we have class tomorrow. We have class yeah. Tomorrow. We have class I tomorrow. Do too, so I'm gonna get off the airplane and go to orchestra practice. Ah, uh, man. It's okay. My classes like are day, not... So. Yeah. I'm sorry. team rehearsals after that. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I'm hungry, so we were just going to go get food. So with that, I think we can call it a, a convention. Call it a, a night, I guess. Yeah, that's a wrap. All right, and John knows how this outro goes, but in the meantime, thank you guys so much for, for being here for this. This was really, really fun. And you're listening to AIO Audio News. Yeet. 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 <laughs>